Welcome back to Big Les's League and all a rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. We're going to be going through the rookies to watch for the Melbourne Storm, the Cronulla Sharks, and the Manly Seagulls. The last episode was the Titans, Warriors, and Tigers. The following episode after this will be the Sydney Roosters, the Canberra Raiders, and the South Sydney Rabbitohs. We've got a lot of rookies to get through in this series. In this particular episode, though, we've got four rookies from the Melbourne Storm. We've got four rookies from the Cronulla Sharks, and we've got five rookies for the Manly Seagulls. So definitely a jam-packed uh, episode for you guys to watch. We'll start off with the Melbourne Storm. Now, a guy that everyone's talking about at the moment is Suolawi Fawalogo. can obviously play fullback, wing, or center if you really need him to, but I think his best work is done at fullback. Really talented footballer. Great footwork, a really nice step on him. A lot of strength, which is a really underrated part of his game, uh, but just so explosive and has a great mind for the game as well. I feel like the game moves slower when he's playing it. He's got a really good sense um, you know, of you know, who to pass to, timing, just all that sort of stuff. He's an absolute freak of nature. And working alongside Billy Slater, he's going to be the next big thing in that number 14 jersey. That's where I have him. I think Harry Grant will have to potentially play the full 80 minutes unless they want to carry a Bronson Garlic on the bench as well. But I don't think they will do that. The Melbourne Storm, they are a little bit short on forwards in terms of their forward pack. It is a little bit smaller than other teams. So if they want to carry an extra forward or someone that can come in and play that number nine role, uh, you know, it'll be very interesting to see if they do that over Far logo, and it's a big chance of happening. You've got guys like Bronson Garlic who played the full year last year in that 14 jersey. You've also got Tyron Wishart who can play pretty much anywhere in the spine to a high click. But Far logo, I think it's going to be very hard to keep him out of this 17. So definitely one to watch this season in 2024. He's going to be an absolute freak. Now, a guy that's only just come over um, to the Melbourne Storm only last week, Sean Bloor, an absolute weapon with a lot of upside, great footwork at the line, uh, and a decent little offload game on him as well, Sean Bloor. Particularly noted to be an edge back rower, I think he can do a really good job through the middle. He's got great size on him for the amount of agility and X factor he does possess, and I think he could be the answer at 13 for them. Josh King, more of a rotational front rower. And the Melbourne Storm, they have gone and done that over the past few years, used front rowers in that 13 spot and carried three middles to start the game. I think they've got to move with the times. The game has moved on. We are seeing a lot more uh, ball playing lock forwards in the competition throughout all 17 teams. I think that, as I said, the Melbourne Storm, they need to move with the times and put Sean Bloor at 13. Uh, not many people would agree with that, but I think that's the way to go for the Melbourne Storm going into this year. So Sean Bloor, he would be my lock forward, and I think that he will end up either there or in the back, in the back row to start for this Melbourne Storm side. I think he's going to be the perfect addition and exactly what they need in terms of the intensity in their team, a very uh, intense and agile forward with a lot of upside. We haven't seen the best of Sean Bloor, that's for sure. Definitely one to watch there. Back row lock forward, Sean Bloor. 
Now, another guy that can slot into the back row, and I think might get a spot in this 17 off the bench just because of the size he possesses along with the X Factor. Joe Chan had a very successful season in Q Cup. His side went to the grand final as well against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Just lost, but he was a big part of them going so well and keeping the game so close. Joe Chan, definitely one to watch going into this season. A great offload. He almost plays like an oversized center. Um, over there in the back row. His best position is on the edge. I don't know if I would have him in the middle, although if they do carry him on the bench, he's definitely big enough to play that role, potentially in a 13 jersey as well. But he is definitely someone to watch. He's very likely to get a crack in 2024. I think that he will potentially get a spot off the bench playing on an edge. I think that that would be his role in this team. Uh, Jack Howarth, I think, is another guy we're waiting to see, obviously on 500K per season. And when you're on that amount of money, you've got to be playing first grade. I think it's time to bring in Jack Howarth into this 17. So Jack Howarth, for me, I think comes in uh, for this side, playing potentially at centre. There is a centre spot open, obviously. Justin Olam has gone now to the West Tigers. I think both center spots for the Melbourne Storm are up for grabs. You've got Remus Smith there. You've got Jack Howarth, who did a really good job in the trials last year at center. I think uh, Craig Bellamy prefers him at center, listed on the NRL website as a center as well. So I think Craig Bellamy is set on him being a center in this team, although he can play in the back row as well. Uh, you've also got Marion Seve, Dean Aremia, who can play center as well. You've got a few guys to pick from. Nick Meany, I think, is going to take one of those center spots just because that's the best spot to fit him in this team. But I do think that the other center spot, it will be up for grabs between those four guys. And I think that we could see Jack Howard potentially midway through the year grab one of those spots. If not, definitely be able to play a role off the bench, potentially through the middle or on an edge. But I think the edge is where he does his best work, whether that be edge back row or in the center. He's got the size and frame of Angus Crichton, but the ability of one of the better centers in the game if he wants to go there. I think that he has so much raw ability that I cannot wait to see. So, rookies for the Melbourne Storm to watch out for. Suolavi, Fawalogo, Sean Bloor, Joe Chan, and Jack Howarth. Um, <clears throat> that's a few guys that you need to look out for. Sorry about that. Uh, as for the Sharkies, we've got another four rookies that you need to keep an eye on. Now, the first one is a little bit unorthodox, a guy that you're not really going to be thinking about when you look at this Cronulla Sharks team, uh, Jesse Calhoun. Now, the only guy with the last name Calhoun with the letter Q in there, that's silent. It really, really throws you off. I pronounced his name Calhoun. I don't know how many times throughout last year before I realized it was Calhoun. I heard a commentator say it and was like, my must be the biggest fool out of them all. Uh, Jesse Calhoun is his name, and I think that he will definitely cement a spot in the 17 uh, throughout the year for the Cronulla Sharks. Definitely a guy to watch. A lot of potential. Does his best work on the edge, and particularly when this side is looking for someone to take that left edge back row spot between uh, Jesse Calhoun and Teg Wilton at the moment. And there's another guy that we'll talk about in a second in contention for that spot who I think will get it, uh, and it's a real smoky to get it. Uh, but Jesse Calhoun, for me, is definitely in contention for that spot. He was there towards the back end of the season on and off, but he definitely was doing a lot of work off the bench as well. But I think he does his best work on an edge. We've seen that in New South Wales Cup for the Newtown Jets. He's done a lot of work there on the edge. So Jesse Calhoun, 
definitely one to watch there for uh, the Cronulla Sharks. He's also played a little bit of lock, I believe, as well uh, in New South Wales Cup. So he'll be one to watch in that New South Wales Cup side and potentially in the NRL as well if he does get a spot on the bench. Uh, Kale Iro is the most hyped guy in the Cronulla Sharks outfit at the moment that hasn't played enough first grade. Uh, he can play center wing or fullback. Oh, I think he does his best work at center, but I'm also hearing he's a pretty decent fullback as well. I think in uh, New South Wales Cup for the Newtown Jets, he will take that fullback spot. The next guy that we'll talk about will take the 5-8 spot, but I think that he will take the fullback spot. Again, I don't know this for sure, but they're definitely a really solid chance of getting those two spots. But KL Hero, really talented footballer. A lot of people have him over CSC Vitalikai. You've got to give CSC Vitalikai the first crack, but I think that KL Hero can definitely come in and do a job if there's injury throughout the back line, whether that be in the centers, on the wing, or at fullback. So KL Hero, definitely one to watch. Cade Dykes. Fresh off an ACL injury, it's always scary when you see players off ACL injuries. One of the worst injuries in rugby league to get. Um, I don't think that uh, he'll come back fully firing, fit, ready to go straight away. I think it's going to take him some time to get his confidence back, as we've seen with a lot of players that have done their ACL. But I reckon after a few rounds, he's going to be fit and firing in New South Wales Cup. I think he gets the six. I think he's a real smoky to get the six. If not, he'll be playing fullback with Kaleiro at center. Um, but I think that he'll be a real smoky for that six spot in New South Wales Cup. And if Trindle doesn't go too well with Nico Hines, if the defense is still an issue, I think that we could definitely see Cade Dykes slotting into 5'8". Uh, but 5'8 or fullback are his best positions, but can also play in that center role if they need him there. But Kaleiro for me is the favorite after CSC Vitalikai if there are issues at center. But Cade Dykes, definitely one to watch. He's looked really decent uh, for someone coming off a significant injury in the preseason, training really well. So I have high hopes for Cade Dykes going into this season. Him and Kale Iro, two of the most hyped guys coming out of that Cronulla system at the moment. Now, one guy that's a bit of a smoky, I wouldn't really call him a rookie, but he's definitely got a lot of potential that a lot of people haven't really noticed. Billy Burns coming into this side from the St. George Illawarra Dragons. He definitely wasn't used right at St. George. He was moved around throughout the side quite a bit, whether that be at center. Sometimes he was put on the wing. Uh, He was put in the back row quite a bit, which I think is his best position. And he really killed it when he was there in the back end of the season. Don't know why he was dropped after that. I thought he was really solid. He had a really solid game uh, as well towards the back end of the year in the last few rounds of the competition in that back row spot. I think Billy Burns could be the answer for them in that left edge back row. He can also play a bit of center if you need him to, but back row for me is his best spot. And he's a real smoky for that left edge back row spot. I've got him there over Teg Wilton just because I think Teg Wilton can play a role through the middle as well. I think Teg Wilton's best position is edge, but I think he's got to correct his defense Uh, before he moves back there. I think that Billy Burns is the way to go to start the year, but I would not be surprised if Teg Wilton does get the jersey. Now, those are my four rookies for the Sharkies, Jesse Calhoun, Kaylero, Kade Dykes, and Billy Burns for the Cronulla Sharks. Now, we move on to the last team we're doing today, which is the uh, Manly Seagulls. Don't know why that took so long to get out then, Uh, but we've got five rookies here from Manly that I think that you really need to keep an eye on. Now, the first one is the new recruit, Tommy Talao. Really solid footballer. Sky's the limit in terms of this guy's ceiling. I think that he has a very high ceiling, whether that's at center or on the wing. 
Best position is center, but obviously Ruben Garrick has been confirmed to take that center spot uh, with uh, Tolotel Kiala. Both of those guys will be playing center. Wingers, that one left wing spot is up for grabs. I think that Kiala um, and Saab are going to be moving over to the other side of the field on the right uh, just to make uh, just to even out the sides. Ruben Garrick, I think, keeps his spot on the left. Uh, it really depends on who uh, else is on the left-hand side of the park, whether it is uh, Jackson Paulo or whether Tommy Talao does get a crack. I think that Tommy Talao is a big chance of getting a spot in this team. As I said, really high ceiling on Tommy Talao. Great ball-playing skills, great footwork, agility. He's got it all, and he's a very fast guy as well. If he's in open space, there's trouble. Great ball playing as well, as we said before. So if they do chuck him at center, he could kill it next to Ruben Garrick if they want to move Garrick back to the wing midway through the season. I think that could be a really mean left-hand side combination, but we'll have to wait and see how that goes. But Tommy Talao is definitely someone that I'll be watching going into this season. So Tommy Talao is one. Jamie Humphreys and Gordon Chan Tong, two hookers that you need to, talk, uh, you need to be watching um, going into uh, this coming season. Gordon Chan Kum Tong, he will take the 14 jersey uh, with Lachlan Croker starting at nine. But Jamie Humphreys, he'll be there playing nine in New South Wales Cup just in case there's an injury in that number nine role. Really solid, uh, two really solid dummy halves. Uh, Gordon Chan Kum Tong uh, came in towards the back end of the season and did a really good job in that number nine role. Jamie Humphreys, really talented number nine as well. So they've definitely got some depth in terms of dummy halves. I think that both of these guys are a shot at first grade throughout the year. Gordon Chen Kum Tong more so because he will be in that 14 jersey. But if there's injury, Jamie Humphreys will be the guy that comes in for sure. Really solid um, ball playing skills. Some great service from Jamie Humphreys as well. And a solid defender from what I'm hearing as well. So Jamie Humphreys, a real shot at coming into this side if there's injury. But Gordon Chen Kum Tong will be in the team for the 2024 season. He'll be there uh, in that number 14 jersey. Now, someone that a lot of people are forgetting is in this Manly system that I do rate. I think he's had a really shocking past few games, but I do rate him in terms of his ceiling. Uh, I think that he can play a lot better than what he did last season, and that's Jake Arthur. Obviously moved mid-year to the Manly Seagulls. I think that he has a lot of potential. I think that he'll be a great option potentially when DCA retires to go into the seven. Um, you know, it's just a matter of time. He's still very raw, still very young, not much first grade experience. And when he has been in there, he's been in a Parramatta Eels side that has been struggling with consistency. Now coming into this Manly side, who I think is going to be fit and firing throughout the year, praying for a fit Tom Travojevic and a DCE. I think that if he comes in throughout the year, if there's injury or when DCE goes to origin, I think he's going to have a lot more go forward in this team. And I think that he's going to go a lot better than what he did at the Parramatta Reels, and he's going to play a lot better football than what he did at Parramatta last season before he did make the move to the Manly Seagulls. So Jake Arthur at halfback during the year in New South Wales Cup, but it can definitely come in if there's injury. Definitely one to watch. Now, the last guy that we're going to be talking about today for the Manly Seagulls is someone that not many people have realized has made the move over to the Manly Seagulls is Atasi James. I believe he came from the West Tigers. Uh, got a lot of upside to him. Really solid front rower. Uh, got a lot of toughness in him. Very raw. But I think that is someone that could be, you know, a real smoky to make the 17 just because they need that aggression coming off the bench. Him and Matt Lodge coming off the bench, you know, halfway through the year when Matt Lodge does come back. 
is going to be absolutely insane. Plus, you've got Sipley and Mount Paseca starting. It is just an absolutely formidable forward pack. Uh, and then you look at all of the other guys in this team as well. It's a really strong side going into this year. Atasi James, I do think he can make his way into the 17 mid-year. I think he will start the year in New South Wales Cup, but he's someone that you did need to watch uh, because he does have a lot of potential to come into this side. Uh, but there you go. That's my players to watch for the Storm, the Sharks, and the Manly Seagulls in terms of rookies in this 2024 season. Uh, definitely guys to watch out for during the trials on the 15th, I believe, the trials start. Uh, all of these podcasts for the Rookie Watch will come out before then, so you'll definitely have a list of players to watch for the trials. Uh, but make sure, if you haven't already, to subscribe to the YouTube Big Lezzers League. Also, give a follow to the TikTok and to the Instagram Big Lezzers League if you haven't already. Uh, and make sure you go ahead and subscribe to the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you guys in the next one when we go through the Roosters, the Raiders, and the South Sydney Rabbitohs.